Coming up on today's message with Pastor Johnny. Weakness. In Genesis, we see the man mess up over and over again. But by the time we get to Romans, it is the result that is remembered over everything else. It is the result that is the legacy that the people of God are willing to fight over. It is the result of the legacy that, that the people want to have be a part of the family and have access to. Amen. Let's get into the word. Uh, today's message is coming from Romans chapter 4, uh, the 13th through the 25th verse. Again, that is Romans uh, chapter 4, uh, the 13th through the 25th verse. I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version. Uh, let's see what the word of God has to say for us today. Hear ye the word of the Lord. For the promise that he would be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or his seed or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if those who are of the law are heirs, faith is made void and the promise made of no effect. Because the law brings about wrath, for where there is no law, there is no transgression. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. In the presence of him who he believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, who contrary to hope, in hope, believed so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what he had promised he was also able to perform. And therefore it was accounted to him for righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but also for us it shall be imputed to us who believe in him, who raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered up because of our offenses and was raised because of our justification. God's word for God's people, and God's people said, Amen. Pray with me, church. God, we honor you, we love you, 
We bless your holy name. We thank you for an opportunity to gather once again in your word and in your worship, Lord God. Lord God, you know the needs of the people who hear this message. I ask a blessing upon them. Meet them at the point of their needs. Where there is lack, be their provider. Where there is sickness, be their health. Where there is strife, be their peace. Lord God, forgive us for any sins that we have committed against your divine majesty. And help us to forgive others, Lord God. Lord God, help us not to yield to temptation. Continue to deliver us from the evil one, Lord God. Lord God, as your humble servant, I come before you asking that you give me the words to speak uh, so that your people may hear a word from you. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ever ask or imagine. It is in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Uh, for the time that we get to spend together today, I would like to talk about the fact that faith is messy. Faith is messy. Do you want to know what word I am tired of hearing over and over again these days? Unprecedented. Everything going on right now seems like it's been happening for the first time and there is no end in sight. And just when we seem to get our hands around uh, this thing or gets it under control, uh, something new comes along that's new and improved to add yet another unprecedented complication to the situation. An unprecedented pandemic. Uh, unprecedented economic conditions. Unprecedented political conditions. Unprecedented weather, unprecedented infrastructure failure, unprecedented electrical, out, <laughs> electrical failure. It seems like the hits just keep on coming and each, each, each issue is unlike the previous issues or any issues that we have seen before. The problems keep piling up and the pressure keeps coming and we cannot see a way out. I am reminded of the adage that says, if it's not one thing, it's another. How do you press forward when you cannot see your way out? How do you keep going when it seems like you've run out of road? How do you trust God when everything around you is falling apart? It's real easy to say that we need to have faith. And it sounds simple at first, uh, but faith is not this picture-perfect sequence of actions. Faith is hard. Faith is strange. Faith is messy. There is a messy situation going on in Romans. Romans is Paul's last letter that we know of. Romans is written somewhere around 57 to 58 AD. Paul was writing to a community of Jewish-born Christians, uh, people who were born Jewish, followed the biblical laws, 
and believed that Jesus was the Messiah. The other part of this community that he was writing to were Gentiles, people who were not raised uh, Jewish, but heard about Jesus and decided to follow him. And this Roman church that Paul was writing to was a community uh, of, of Jews and Gentiles coming together to follow Jesus. This was something that had never been done before. Unprecedented. Uh, two communities coming together who normally would not even deal with each other. But now they're coming together to operate as a church. And in this community, the Jewish-born Christians thought that they were better than the Gentile Christians because they were descendants of Abraham. The church folk, uh, the Roman church rather, was divided. And the church folk were trying to decide who was in and who was out. People were putting up barriers to block others from getting in. The people came together to create this church in Rome in the middle of a Roman oppression. They're trying to start a church, but not just any church, a church that claims to be followers of the man the Romans crucified because they thought he was trying to topple their government. The church of people that were following Jesus. And not only are they following, they're creating this church uh, in Rome, in the capital of Rome, uh, while they're trying to follow somebody uh, that tried to overthrow the government. They are following somebody that could get them killed. But even with all that going on, church folks still found something to argue about. Just messy. They had rules in place, the biblical laws, that no human being could complete all on their own. How are these people of God going to find their way? Paul says that even though this church is doing something unprecedented, there is somebody in the scripture that they can look at that did something unprecedented for God, and that person is Abraham. Paul is writing Romans. He's writing a Roman letter, however. Uh, Paul is writing Romans, however. He's writing this Roman letter with Genesis in mind. As if we were to read Genesis and skim through the life of Abraham, we would know that in Genesis, uh, Abraham, uh, God told Abraham in Genesis that he would be the father of many nations, uh, that his descendants would number like the stars in the sky or sand on the beach. Abraham had to have faith to complete it. Uh, Abraham had Isaac, Isaac had Jacob, uh, Jacob changed his name to Israel, Israel had 12 sons who became the 12 tribes of Israel, and everything was great. They were a great nation, no problems, no, no, any, Abraham just did it perfect. Uh, and then we could just go home and wrap the story up in a nice little bow and everybody goes. Maybe not. Abraham actually wavered in his faith. Uh, when he was faced with a situation he had never seen before, he wavered. 
over and over again. Yes, we applaud Abraham for his faith now, just like Paul did in Romans, but the situation was not so clear in Genesis. God told Abraham and Sarah that they would have a child and from them many nations will come. But on two separate occasions, while Abraham was traveling in foreign land, uh, uh, Abraham lied and said that Sarah, his wife, was his sister because he was scared for his life. And he thought that if they knew that he was Sarah's husband, they would kill him so that they could take Sarah for themselves. So he lied on two occasions and said, oh, no, that's not my wife. That's my sister. And when the, the people tried to take Sarah, they later found out that that was Abraham's wife. So they gave her back. Abraham and Sarah's actions, well, primarily Abraham's action in that situation, could have messed up the promise. Faith is messy. Another time, Abraham and Sarah came up with a plan. Uh, Abraham and Sarah were going to help God by having Abraham have a child with Hagar instead of Sarah because God must not have meant it when he told Abraham and Sarah they were going to have a child because they were old. And so Abraham had a child with Hagar by the name of Ishmael, who goes on to be a great man and a great nation as well. But he is not who God was talking about when God made the promise to Abraham and Sarah. God made the promise to Abraham and Sarah, not Abraham and Hagar. Amen. Messy. Another time, Abraham laughed when God told him that he was going to have a child. And after he finished laughing, Sarah got a good laugh in two. Abraham knew what was going on in his body. He, by this time, he was 99 years old and Sarah was 90. And not only was Sarah 90, Sarah was barren. She had not had a child yet. And they assumed that she was not capable of having a child. And even though Abraham stumbled, he didn't stay down. He trusted God in his weakness and it still worked out for the good. In Genesis, we see him stumble over and over again. We see the man mess up over and over again. It wasn't straight Abraham to Isaac and then Isaac to Jacob and Jacob to the 12 tribes of Israel. No, 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 no. There were times where he faltered. There were times where he thought he had a better plan in mind. There were times where what God had told him was so unbelievable he couldn't see it. He couldn't imagine it. But in in the end, he trusted God in his weakness. In Genesis, we see the man mess up over and over again. But by the time we get to Romans, it is the result that is remembered over everything else. It is the result that is the legacy that the people of God are willing to fight over. It is the result of the legacy that, that the people want to have be a part of the family and have access to. Amen. 
while we are looking at bloodlines and who begat who and trying to make everything picture perfect and and cookie cutter so that everybody can make their own. No, there are some times where there's going to be some struggles. There are some times where some people are going to have to take a loss. There are some times where everything won't go exactly as it was planned. But in the end... You can call things that are not as though they are. That is the legacy that they want to have access to. And in the end, that is the faith that Abraham is remembered for. Paul came to let them know that it's not the rules. It's not the law. It's not the perfect cookie cutter uh, presentation that lets people into the family. It is faith. Not blood, not laws, not people. Faith. We are heirs of Abraham, but not by blood, by faith. We are adopted into the family by the work that Jesus Christ did on the cross and us having the faith to believe in it. Uh, There are many nations that Abraham is the father of, and those many nations that Abraham is the father of are not limited by geography or your DNA. It is unlimited by faith. And we are justified by faith through grace. We cannot earn this access that we are given to God. We cannot keep anybody else out. We cannot build up our resume big enough to get this pass into heaven. It is the grace of God. It is the unmerited favor. It is the justification when we decide to turn to God and and, and follow him. We are justified by faith through grace. And we can have faith even if it is not this picture perfect example of how to believe in situations. We can have this access even if it is messy. You may be in a rough situation right now, but I stop by to tell you that you are in a Genesis situation. And if you keep pushing, you're going to be able to make it to a Romans situation. You may be stumbling right now, but it is just a snapshot. It's just a single picture. It is not the entire photo album. You may have been messed up right now, but it is the first quarter and there is still a whole lot of game to play. Nobody makes it to the mountaintop. Nobody makes it to the end. Nobody stands in the winner's circle with having out, without ever having a loss. It is the faith and the end result that matters more than the stumbling to get there. Matter of fact, the stumbling to get there will make it more appreciative. You'll you'll enjoy the winning better when you get to the end because you will appreciate it. I can take care of a car better because I remember bagging groceries for an entire year, taking people's stuff out to the car at Kroger and carrying bags and bagging groceries so that I could save up for my car because I appreciated it more. 
I would not have seen it the first year when I started working there. I couldn't see myself driving in the car right then. I had to take a step after step after step to get there. But in the end, the end result was I was driving. There could be things in your life, whether it be school or whether it be relationships or whether it be a job, you may not be able to see the end or how you are going to get there, but you can get there by faith. It's going to be messy. There's going to be some times where you stumble and fall, but in the end, you will get there. And it is just like that with being a believer. Abraham was touted in Romans for his faith. They say he never wavered. But when we look at Genesis, he wavered and he wavered a lot. But in the end, God wins. We just need to keep holding on to our faith. Uh, God brought life out of Abraham. When the text says Abraham was as good as dead, And that same power that God brought out of Abraham when his body was as good as dead is the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. And that same power that brought life into Abraham that was good as dead and raised Jesus Christ from the dead can breathe life into your present situation. No matter how bad or how dead the situation seems to you, the work that was finished through Jesus Christ will allow many nations to be into the family and the barrier that is between Jew and Gentile was lowered by Jesus Christ. Christ gave himself up for us all so that we can have that messy faith and that messy faith will give us access to the family of Abraham. Such faith means that we can trust God to work through us even when our bodies fail us. Such faith means that we can have God work through us even when our friends fail us. Faith like this means that we can trust God to work through us even when our families fail us. Faith like this means that we can trust God to work through us when our finances fail us. Faith like this means that we can trust God even when we can't see the future because it looks like it's failing to us. It means that we can trust Jesus to lead us even when we wander through a whole bunch of difficult moral choices. It means that we can trust the Holy Spirit to uplift us even when we disappoint ourselves and we disappoint others. Being righteous does not mean we have arrived and it's not coming from moral perfection. But it's, it's based on being made right with God through our faith in Jesus. Our faith in understanding that he was, was God and was with God and became flesh and dwelled among us. It's in the faith that he lived a life that we couldn't possibly live. It's in placing faith that he took our sins with him willingly to the cross. And and it's in the faith that he rose again on the third day with all power in his hand. It's in the faith that he is coming back again. 
in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the doors of the church are open and we invite you to come. Pray with me, church. Oh, Lord, our God, we love you. We honor you. We bless your holy name. We thank you for an opportunity to show us in scripture that we can have faith even when it is messy, even when things don't line up. Abraham was remembered for the end result because in the end, God wins. So help us as we go through this week to remember that in the end, God wins. Guide us through our steps. Help us to have faith no matter what kind of faith it is, even when we cannot see our way out. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you so much for watching this video. Please be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Don't forget to connect with me on social media, Pastor Johnny Simpson Jr. on Facebook, at Pastor J. Simpson Jr. on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks again for watching, and God bless.